Hey guys, it's Cammie. And it's Amanda. And we're Basically Basic. And we are coming to you live from quarantine 2020. Six feet apart, <laughs> doing our podcast. Before we get any hater hates, we just want to let you know we are six feet apart. We really are. Maybe even more, honestly. I think we're more. I'm five foot, so if I were to lay down in between. I think we're more than six feet apart, I for sure. I think we are We're going above and beyond. Yes. Because Cammie is expecting her baby, as we all know, and the last thing I would want to do is put you in possible germ city. Well, and I feel like (laughs) it's one of those situations where you have to just take it seriously because I'm just assuming, like, people who know more than us are giving the advice that they're giving, and so we need to steward that well and and Mm -hmm. be honoring to it. And I've actually been so thankful because I feel like, I don't know about your world, but I feel like most people in my world are doing just that. They're, like, taking it seriously doing our part mm-hmm. as a part of humanity right now and being like, okay, I'm going to do what I need to do to make this end as quick as possible. Yes. But then also, like, we're we're kind of making jokes about it because I feel like you have to have lightness in this time. You like, have to. It'd be so easy to get on this podcast and just be talk sad. monotone and mm-hmm. talk in a sad voice and focus on the negative. But what is that going to do? Nothing. Nothing. No, it's going to actually – yeah, like, n- nothing good will be produced from that. And so that's actually – one of the biggest reasons we wanted to get together and do this podcast is because we feel like this is just new territory that totally. nobody has ever even, or that we know of in our lifetime. I mean, there's like the Spanish flu, but that was in 1900. It was 100 years ago. Yeah, 100 right? years ago. I think it was 1918 something or something. Like that. Yeah. We weren't alive. I was not living <laughs> yeah. 100 years ago. I don't even know if I was thought of, but so we just were texting and kind of talking about when we're going to be able to do another episode. And we were like, you know what? We have been taking all the precaution. I have been in quarantine with my little family since March 9th, kind of before it even got really bad, I would say, just because it was Gwen's spring break. And we had been told, we know people in the medical field, so we had been told, like, hey, it it could spread really easily. Like, you probably just went to quarantine just to be safe. And so, yeah, all that being said, we have been doing our part for sure. But when Kami and I were talking, we were just like, you know what? Our listeners and the world need a little bit of joy right now. And we are always joyful when we're together because we get to say just funny and lighthearted things. And so we're excited to just share this episode with you guys and talk about kind of where we were when all this crazy virus stuff started happening and then kind of fast forward a little bit into a couple weeks of where we are now. Yeah. And I think it's so cool because, again, it's one of those situations where none of us saw this coming like we didn't never in my wildest dreams if you would have told me at the beginning of 2020 that a couple months in we'd be dealing with a global pandemic like no No. not at all and actually it's it's made me laugh a little bit because being pregnant I'm 31 weeks pregnant which means I'm on the you know less than 10 week countdown and I can just see it approaching the enemy of course especially in pregnancy likes to speak i think in fear because he's so terrified of the fact that as humans we can bring life into the world with the lord um but you know those little whispers of like fears of things that could go wrong and of pregnancy like maybe labor fears any of that never was a fear that crossed my mind that i would have to deal with a global pandemic in my third trimester of pregnancy oh it's actually not crazy. a thought it's hilarious and honestly why it's funny is because it's made i think the other fears just be like that's so dumb like there's like if I can handle this I can handle anything totally and like that was such a waste of me spending time even being afraid like like, I remember thinking a couple weeks before this happened really like going to Stephen and having tears in my eyes and being overwhelmed thinking like I have so much to do and at the time all my weekends seemed filled up I had baby showers I had conferences at church I had just all this stuff going on and I was like when am I going to find time to just, just rest, rest to be with you when am I going to find time to do our nursery when am I going to find time to just like even spend time with the Lord this sounds crazy but I was like man I really want to soak up these moments of just me and him because I know it's going to look different yeah a couple months from now a yeah. year from now like you know I'm going to see beautiful new sides of him but also finding that time to just be able to sit and soak in his presence in a quiet house mm-hmm. is going to be harder to come by so I had all these thoughts and these stupid fears that now seem just it brings light to the scripture of do not worry about tomorrow because mm-hmm. tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Because here I was worrying about something and I just wonder if God was like, girly. Oh, sweet Cammie. Oh, sweet Cammie. <laughs> just you wait just till wait a March 2020. <laughs> You're going to have all the time in the world, girly. Don't worry. And here we are. And I'm like, man, again, 
no need to worry about tomorrow because who knows? Who knows what it's going to look like a week from now, two weeks from now. But like Amanda said, we did want to pause and just be like, okay, this is where we are today. This is the moment we're in right now and let's address it and pause and reflect on it because God is teaching and speaking right now in a way that we've never seen something new is happening there's a scripture that says like see i'm doing a new thing Mm -hmm. i don't personally i don't think this is god doing this that's not the god like how i picture my father but uh, i know there's a lot of different views on that but regardless a new thing is happening and he's using it for our good somehow because it's his promise and it might not be in the ways that we think it may not look like what we want it to but now more than ever, we can stand on the promises of God that seem impossible. And that's where our faith has to rise up because mm-hmm. we have to believe, okay, God, don't get it, can't see it, don't understand. But what you but say still. is true. Yeah. And so I'm going to hold on to that. And it's going to be like fun. I know that's a weird way to say it, but I'm excited to be like, okay, God, how, how are you going to do it? Yeah. How are you going to make this word come to pass? Because you promise it. And in the coming weeks and the coming months to see how it unfolds and how he works it all together for our good is going to be like this treasure hunt with the lord this adventure of like wow god only you can make this good and i've personally already seen that in my own life yeah with little prayers answered or sweet like divine moments with him but we wanted to take a moment obviously and just pause and bring light to the situation and i feel like for us this has almost become like a personal audio journal right of like we're gonna look back on these podcasts and be like oh remember the corona virus episode where we were like in the midst of it and I you will love this too because now you're having your sweet baby but I've even had the thought of like this is so cool that we have these because one day my kids are going to be able to listen to these Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like it is it's a it's like a live journal that we're getting to share but it's cool that like you know people may stop listening to this after like the first week that it's released but people that love and care about me like like my kids who like want to know more about me or maybe going to go back to this, it's like, so in true. the archives one day and be like, oh my gosh, mom, what were you talking about? And to remember, like, what the Lord is speaking on and teaching. And we just feel so blessed to have our listeners because really right now, like, we are more connected than ever because never, I feel like, have, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, Amanda, but I've never felt like I've walked through something personally that seems so uncertain, so trying. But then to look around and be like, everybody is going through it with me. Yes. Like, ha- everyone. Yes, I've literally had that thought, like, I had the thought the other day I was driving to a grocery pickup or like Starbucks drive-thru because we the only two places we're going those are the only two places I've been visiting and um I literally had the thought I was just looking at someone that I had passed and I literally had the thought of like how weird is it that on the forefront of our minds or like somewhere similar in my mind is thinking the same thing as your mind yeah as a complete stranger as a complete stranger like and in a way it's really beautiful because we can look at a complete stranger and know exactly that in some way, shape, or form, whether it's like minimal or a lot, they are going through the exact same They're thing. They're being affected. Yeah. Which I feel like, you know, you can go through something like our friends in Nashville just walk through that horrible tornado. Yeah. Um, I feel like cities can be shaken and have like things that are going on. But to know that it's on a global scale, that yeah, you can look at anyone and know like, Hey, you get you it. Probably thought I about get Corona it. today. Yeah. yeah, at some point today, that word yeah. has come out of your mouth, or you've probably had to deal with some fear. And to know that it's kind of our job as believers, not our job, it's our honor to be mm-hmm. like, hey, I actually have the hope mm-hmm. that you need. Like, I have an abundance of the joy that you need. I have an abundance of the like light inside of me that that you need. And knowing that, like, we really were created. The the, the term that the Lord keeps giving me when I'm but having quiet time with him is the for such a time as this. I hear yeah. it over and over. And it's from the book of Esther when she steps into her calling mm. and the Lord says, you were made for, for such, such a time, time as this. And yeah. it's a time when she's having to deal with doing something that's really scary, stepping out in complete faith, but he positions her for such a time as this. And mm-hmm. I really feel like that's the word I keep hearing over this time is like, as a church, we were made to rise mm-hmm. for such a time as this. And his promises were for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's easy to be like, yeah, you're going to work everything together for my good. Or like, you know, you never leave me or forsake me when things are going great and the sun's shining and everything's Mm -hmm. right in the world. But when things are really difficult and you're looking around the world and you're like, "Mm, this is mass chaos. This is unprecedented. Those are the times when you have to be like, okay, God, for such a time as this, you declared this word. Mm -hmm. For such a time as this, you've given me joy. You've, you've, built rhythms in me to where I know how to run to you now Mm -hmm. or I know where to turn for prayer, Mm -hmm. whatever it looks like. But 
I think that it's easy, again, to take on the heaviness of the world, but I don't think that's what God wants us to do. It's like he promises his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So we have to just rest in that, even in this crazy, crazy time. It's truly so crazy. Truly so so crazy. I have so many thoughts that can get kind of like jumbled. So we thought we would sort of just like break it down and talk through our first reactions because – I know for me, when I like when this all kind of came to head and it was like, okay, this is not just like we're going to be at home for like two or three days. (laughs) Like this could be a couple weeks or a couple months. Like when there was when the timeline, I saw it kind of getting a little bit like wider and broader. I was like, well, is this really happening? Is this really happening? How am I going to respond? And if I'm being very honest, the uh, it was early March for us and Gwen was on spring break and I got an email from her school that was like, okay, this is a virus. We're going to be closed for the next, like at least week or two. And I'm going to be very honest as a mom staying at home working and also trying to be like homeschool mom and mom to a baby and having my husband work at home and just make everything fit inside the house. I like had a bit of a, oh no, 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 no. You can't cancel (laughs) school actually. Those are my days that are set for me and my time and what I want to do with it. And literally a couple hours later, we got another email that was like, oh, JK, not just for a couple weeks, but it's canceled for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Which those were always, those have been kind of one of the funniest, like one of my favorite things is how many like organizations or like companies, like Regan and I the other day were my sister, we were trying to look back at old like Instagram posts from like companies that were like, we'll be open on March 30th. And I'm like, that was a bold move because (laughs) no, you're not. Here we are. And it's past March 30th and I'm pretty sure you're so close. you're not open. (laughs) So my first reaction was not one of excitement, um, but I will say that I just even in the past three weeks, I feel like I've been grown and stretched in different ways, but specifically motherhood, because I think it's really easy. And maybe if you're like a full time stay at home mom, you could maybe relate to this. But I feel like as a mom, especially to littles, it's like really easy to always be ready for the next thing and to think, you know, if your kid like mine is going to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's really easy if you're having a tough day on like a Tuesday afternoon to say, oh, okay, well, school's coming in the morning. Like I can do this. Like you have, it's almost like you always have something the next day that's like a physical thing that you can kind of just throw off on your plate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, well, like she's going to go to school tomorrow. So like I can get through 24 hours. Like I can do this. And I think to not have an end like to not know an exact end date of like when they're going to go back to school or like when life may pick back up to normal or just when life can kind of start back up again I think that it has well I know that it has made me just rely on Jesus and his promises and go back to those because I don't I literally don't have anything else physical that I can look to so good you know like it's like okay God like I don't know what comes tomorrow I know your mercies come tomorrow and I know that like you promise that you know I have nothing to worry about today because like like you said like worry will worry about itself tomorrow Mm -hmm. and it's like to have to go back to his word and have no other choice has stretched me in really really beautiful ways where I am significantly more present with my kids right now and that's not to say that there's days where we don't get really frustrated that I've kind of like walked in circles around the kitchen making snacks (laughs) but I am now at a place where like three weeks ago I was doing it with a little bit more frustration and now three weeks in I'm finding just a lot of rest in it and like good soul rest and not just like oh I got a good night's sleep so like I can tackle the next day. It's like we're literally just slowing down to be back with family and back to the heart of God and the things that I mean he's given me my children those are gifts and so to be able to like look at them as gifts right now and to not have any other distraction of like my own desires or my own wants or like what I want to do with myself that day. I love it because it reminds me in scripture when the Israelites, you know, come out of slavery and then they're given the manna from heaven where it's daily and they're having to like every day just trust that the Lord's going to give them enough for that day. For that day. And just all the emotions that come from that. I'm sure like, you know, if you look at the scriptures in the beginning, they're like thankful. They're like, okay, we have this. But then as time goes on, they start to get really resentful and they're like, I don't want this anymore. I'm over it. And my, kind of my struggle with this, and it's kind of what you just touched on, is it's weird for me to not have an end date. Yeah. Like, that's the part I think that I've struggled with the most, if I'm honest, is, like, knowing that 
I can't look, I can't put a calendar in front of me. I can't bring up my planner and be like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do for the next 30 days because I know for sure on this day it's going to end or like whatever that looks like. And having to, like you were just saying, to daily come before the Lord and just to like bring my heart before him and be like, okay, all I have is today. I can only think about today. I can only trust that he's going to provide for today. I can't get ahead of myself because I don't know what it's going to look like. And truly, that, truly, that <laughs> yeah. is just the weirdest thing it is. It's to so, know that there's not an end. You and know? I think it's so foreign to us just as like a culture, like the culture that Completely. we live in, because we, we have planners, we plan our days, we like plan conferences, weeks out, we plan when we're going to get together for this podcast, like we plan when kids go to school, like we literally have a calendar and a plan for everything. And so I think the thing that's been the most like jarring is just, a uh, oh, we don't have any plans? Yeah. Question and mark? And not only, I feel like it's shaking like... Like, I keep wanting shaking because I just see this picture of, like, everything that can be shaken is, is shaken, shaken right now. Yes, like, totally. But the unshakable things. Like, mm-hmm. I say this. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Um, but just about the fact that, like, you look outside and, like, the season is still changing. Mm-hmm. The birds are still chirping. The flowers are still growing. Spring mm-hmm. is happening. I keep Allergies are flaring allergies up. Allergies are flaring up <laughs> yeah. completely. And I'm still feeling this baby kick inside of me. Mm-hmm. My belly is growing every week. Yeah. Like, things that are... Of the Lord. Of the Lord mm-hmm. are not changing. Like, no. they are still happening. But the things that we think are like, well, that's for sure. Or that's going to, like, it's like, actually, it wasn't. You yeah. know, like, the stores that we thought we could always go to, yeah. the restaurants, like, the patterns or things that, like, the other day, our internet went out. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, hey, not right now. That, that Yes. Okay. That reminds me. I was, like, kind of reading just in scripture about different ways that I feel like, me personally, this has kind of all correlated into what's happening now. And I thought about Noah in the ark. Wow. And he was in a boat for 40. I mean, this could go on. We know this is probably going to last at least 40 days. And he was in this boat for 40 days and 40 nights. But like no Netflix, no Wi-Fi, no Starbucks drive through Like Absolutely literally not. his thoughts, like in his time with the Lord. Like that was it. That's all he wow. had. And like the animals. And you're probably, like, it's probably similar to the manna story I was addressing. Because it's like in the beginning after the rain came and he closed the door to the ark, he probably was just so thankful. He was like, I'm just thankful I'm safe. Yeah. I'm thankful my family's here. Thank you, God. But then as he starts sending the dove out and the dove would come back because there wasn't any land still day after day after day, it's like, where is your morale on day 10, on day 20, on day 50? And I think it's it's why we have to daily come to the Lord and like daily be like, okay, God, I need your refreshing, your mm-hmm. refining, your like love your mercy for today because I don't know how long it's going to go. And that's the only way our hope is going to keep up. Like our faith is going to keep, you know, up because Mm -hmm. it's just at the end of the day, like, right. I feel like the first, I mean, we're a couple weeks in now, so I think it's a little bit different, but I think the first week it was like all fun and games. Like, ha ha, like this will pass. It's going to be fine. But then as it started like getting real, getting real and keeps going, that's when you're like, okay, where does my faith actually rise? And so your question about where were we when this all kind of went down, what were we thinking? I was on my baby moon. So let me <laughs> oh, yeah, just address that, that. For a second. So I we, leave, we leave on the Thursday. On the Thursday, it's like things were kind of like weird, weird, but like not at not no decisions had been made. No, my like at that point, that Friday was the Friday of my spring break. But like, I definitely thought, oh, for sure. Like, you know, we'll we have spring break. We'll come back. It'll be fine. Like no thoughts of that this was going to be serious. <laughs> um, so we actually went to Arizona with Steven's family for spring training, which is for those of you that don't know, because um, you're a girl and you're like me who doesn't know about this kind of stuff, <laughs> spring training apparently is where baseball players go to like get ready for the season and they like play each other and it's like beautiful in Arizona and it's like really cheaper tickets, I guess. I don't even know. So Steven's one of four boys, his whole family, they love baseball. They all play baseball. They've been looking forward to this for like a year. We had planned this a year ago and to be honest, I had been kind of like a little resentful because when we planned it, I didn't realize it was going to be, like, the last time before I could travel, like, before I could stop traveling or had to stop traveling because I was going to have the baby. I didn't know that, like, I was going to be that pregnant and because, obviously, it wasn't my plan. So, once it gets closer, I'm like, this is how I'm spending (laughs) my last time traveling is going to baseball games. Like, not my jam, but I just know how much Steven loves it. And I'm like, this will be precious time with his family. And so, he was super kind because he was like, okay, we'll go, but we'll extend the trip. 
and it fell on our wedding anniversary. And so we'll go in the beginning with his family and then we'll have our time for the baby moon in Arizona. So beautiful. So we leave on Thursday. Everything seems kind of normal. As Thursday is progressing, like this was, I wish I could find the exact date. I don't know. It was Thursday, I guess, of the spring break that yeah. Glenn was having. Yeah. And as it's going, it's the 12th. It was Thursday, March okay, 12th. Yeah. So as Thursday is going on, it's like we're getting these updates like that like everything's just starting to change and like and shut down and shut down and by the end of the day we find out that the baseball games that we had come to see that we had paid already our tickets for are all canceled like they're shutting down the MLB is that yeah yeah MLB? they shut down all, yeah. like yeah NBA NBA MLB, everything's NHL, getting and everything. we're like um what's happening you're like I'm sorry then we're finding out restaurants are getting canceled so like all the things are getting shut down yeah. so all the things that we like had come to Arizona to do <laughs> we like can't do any of them at this point so we're like, okay. And so what ended up, you know, again, just like having all these plans, but ended up what we had planned for ends up being this super sweet time with Steven's family where we're getting to like, we're playing games. We're forced to stay in. We're like enjoying this precious time together. And then they leave. And by the time they leave and it's just our baby moon, we're kind of like, do we even stay? Like what's, what's going on in this world? But we're like, you know what? We're here. We had gotten um, a reservation to stay at this beautiful resort that was in the middle of nowhere. And so we're already kind of isolated and the sun is shining. We're like, let's just enjoy this time because probably by next week we We might not want to travel. And I'm so thankful we did because honestly, like, yeah, by the time that our baby moon was over, it was one of those things where we wouldn't have wanted to go anywhere. And every the whole world had changed within that one weekend. And so the crazy thing for us, the two things that was nuts to me was – we flew out on Monday, which was our wedding anniversary, back to Dallas. And I think for me, that was the first – I shared this on my Instagram, but that was the first time where I kind of felt some fear. Mm-hmm. Like, up to that point, we had been just with family. We had mm-hmm. been, like, you know – On a baby moon. Yeah, on a baby yeah. moon. Like, I'm just on vacation. I'm, that's my mode, and I'm not really realizing. I know school's getting canceled, so that – I had a moment grieving for my kids, like, mm-hmm. praying for them and knowing I'm coming back to having to do more strategy for our, our nonprofit, knowing Steven's going to come back and he's a doctor, so mm-hmm. his hours are going to be different. It's going to look different. Mm-hmm. But it's trying to compartmentalize that. But yeah. then we get to the airport, and it's just like a ghost town. Yeah, like every, which is so foreign so, to see an airport that way. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone's kind of quiet. Like, people are walking around with masks. There's, like, people getting off of one plane and, like, getting onto our plane, and I'm, like, looking at them thinking, like, are you carrying the virus? Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, starting to just have these thoughts of, like... Which is so easy to do. Because totally. if you look all around, like, that's what everything in the media is telling you, is that, like, you can contract this from yes. anywhere. And, well, like, and you know how airports are. It's, like, every TV's on. They're all saying this horrible news. Totally. And I'm looking around being, like, am I being a bad mom? Like, I have this baby, like, that I'm... Mm. Am I not protecting? And so I share this on my Instagram, but I started... I'd been in my head for a little bit, and I started to get anxious, and I turned to Steven, and I was like, I'm kind of struggling right now. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, the thing is, like, every person that walks by, all I see over their head is, like, potential virus carrier. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all mm-hmm. I could think about. And my amazing husband, who is just so wise and obviously deals with seeing sick people all, all the, the time. time, he was like, okay, well, how about we play this game where we were kind of sitting at this bar at this, like, restaurant, and we had, like, this overlook of, like, the whole airport. He's like, how about everybody that walks by, we just spend the next however many minutes, and we just look at them and just declare, like, healthy child of God. I love that Over so that, much. Over them. And as we did that, it was, like, crazy to me, Amanda, because it started out as, like, kind of a burden of, like, okay, mm-hmm. healthy child of God, healthy child of God. But by the end of it, I literally had tears, like, Aww, streaming down my face so because sweet. I was looking at these strangers who I don't know, and I was Declaring just Declaring life over yeah, them. Yeah, I was feeling God's heart for them and his Mm -hmm. love for them and declaring life over them and realizing that he knows every hair in their head that Mm -hmm. he's not worried about it and Mm -hmm. that his heart is for healing and it totally shifted my perspective because I was like man I was so afraid of this but now I'm reminded that like he he wants us to be safe and healthy and whole more than I could ever want that yeah and he wants to protect and he's not for this virus like he's not like right looking at this being like sick person but he's mm-hmm. seeing like his own children and his love for them mm-hmm. totally and it just made me feel like this hope and so then by the time I got on the plane I'm like okay like I can do this. I can do this like I'm yeah. ready to go home and I'm I'm thankful because we you know landed and then it just I wouldn't have wanted to travel I don't think after, after that. that yeah um and to start our seventh year of marriage literally with that was so crazy because in the bible it talks about how there's you know you have seven you have i guess six years of 
tilling the land if you're a farmer yeah. of like working, working, working. Mm-hmm. And then the seventh year is to, to rest and for Sabbath. And so I've really been just kind of digging in with the Lord of like what that means over our marriage and our mm-hmm. life because we came home on our seventh wedding anniversary mm-hmm. to rest yeah. and to all this free time and to this like Sabbath season that I never saw coming right before we have this baby. And I'm like, okay, God, you're doing something in that. That is so crazy because Tyler and I have also, our New Year's Eve was our seven yes. year. And I feel like right now we're, the four of us as a family are just up in each other's business. Like completely. We are completely intertwined in every way, shape and form. And like, of course, there's been some frustrations where I'm just like, like at one point I, it's so different how in quarantine people have different experiences depending on like what season of life you're yeah. in. So some people are bored out of their mind and are like trying to fill the time. Like, what am I going to do? And I have yet to be bored, but it's because I have three humans and a dog in my home <laughs> that like need me. And I've want seen me so many memes about like every like toddler mom being like free time. What? Like <laughs> bored? What? So literally we're like a week and a half in maybe. And I turned to Tyler like, you know, out of frustration at one point, And I was like, I just want to paint. <laughs> I love that. I was like, I don't want to feed any more snacks. I, but like, I, I don't want to look at that's an outlet for you. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to look at homeschool emails like on her school sending stuff. Like, I don't want to worry about you not getting a work call when I'm putting George down for a nap and waking him up. I don't want to worry about playing. Like, yeah. it was like, it felt like so busy in that moment. And I feel like in my quiet time with Jesus, like in the past couple of days, he's just been telling me like, you don't have to be teacher and mom and like wife in this all in one time. Like you don't have to schedule out the day, like the, every hour of the day, because I'm literally stripping all of that away just so you can spend time with me and go back to the things that matter. And so I've given myself a lot of grace just even in the past week of like, you know what, this probably isn't our new normal forever, but it's our new normal for now. And I am going to just rest in him and be okay that it's messy and every day looks different and that I might get frustrated, but I'm not going to live in that frustration. Like I'm going to go back to his promises and what he says, and he says he's going to make it good. So I am just resting in that Well, I love that you address like that everyone's in a different season because I think while we're all facing the same thing, you're so right. It's like it looks different for For every person. Yeah. And we just want to say, like, we know that we're speaking to some people right now listening who just lost their job mm-hmm. or who know somebody who's been infected or, I mean, X, Y, and Z. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. there's a long list of people. I mean, for me, like, it's a unique situation because I have my job, but, like, I can't go to school. Mm-hmm. I can't see my kids right mm-hmm. now. So the rest of the year that we had planned, and again, all these, like, things that I thought we were going to accomplish mm-hmm. before I went on maternity leave, I'm now having to rewrite all of them, figure them out. My husband's a physician, so his job is looking really different. There's stress and and just, like, questioning that comes with that. So, and then you're dealing with, you know, now being a homeschool teacher. That was never not your plan. Not on my list. Uh, not on your list, which much. is so funny because how many times have we said, like, we could never homeschool no, our kids? And, okay, I text, I think I may have, <laughs> so I think I may have texted you this story, but that's, like, a perfect, I have to share this. It was literally, like, day three in of, like, quarantine, and it was, like, how on earth do I do this another day? Like it was literally in my mind. I was like, I don't know if we can make it another like, day. Yeah, this is going to have like, to be a week because I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that was like what was going through my head. And we, I don't even remember what like activity. Oh, I remember exactly what it was. I had set up this like little Lego. I remember you coloring. texting me this. Yes, I had set up this kind of activity for Gwen to do. And she had to separate each Lego and put it on the colored paper that matched the Lego. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like for a three-year-old, this is going to take up at least a good hour. At least it's going to be a great activity. So she sits down. She's like, oh yeah, this is fun. Like I can totally do this. And she's excited about it. And it lasts maybe three minutes, maybe. And she was like, okay, mom, I'm done. And I was like, well, no, you can't be done because this is homeschool now. And this is your activity. And I'm the teacher and you're the student. And so you have to do this. So you're going to listen to what I say. You're going to listen to what I say. And she was like, no, thank you. She literally responded, no, thank you. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, so at what point, like, it was almost like she couldn't see me as teacher. Like, I'm still mom. Like, I still have the face of mom. So I'm not, like, I don't know how to be She's like teacher. thinking you're playing pretend school. Yeah, and like, exactly. I'm over with this yeah. game. And you're like, it's actually not a game. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is our reality right now. Exactly. And so we kind of just like went back and forth a little bit. Like, George is crying. Tyler's like on the, on a work call. And like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what, ha- what happens from here. And... <laughs> We go back and forth. And finally, she storms off so dramatically, stomps her feet to her room, and goes, you're a bad teacher. And literally no. literally slams her bedroom door, a three-year-old, like a 16-year-old. 
And in my like frustration and rage, which I don't promote this type of parenting, it was, like, it was a low moment. Okay, there's grace for was all grace. of us right now. This was quarantine, Amanda, day three. And I said, yeah, I know I am. I didn't sign up for this. That's amazing. <laughs> to a three-year-old. And I, Tyler comes out of his office and he was like, did I just hear her say you're a bad teacher? And I was like, yeah, she did. And I was like, and we're done for the day. So. And we're going to press pause on this whole thing. Yeah. But I, I love that because I feel like that is – we're all experiencing that in different ways. Like if you think about going back to the story in the Bible of six years of working super hard in the land, seventh year of rest, they had to prepare for that rest. Like they knew that was coming. And so they like got everything ready. I mean, even weekly when they would like every week practice the Sabbath faithfully, they would the night before have to get all the groceries they needed for that day. Like they would prepare and they knew it was coming. But I wonder what that year looked like for them because I'm like, even though they had the preparation, which is way more than we had because none yeah, of us saw this coming. Us, no. But they, like, you know, all of a sudden had all this time together as a family, whereas their days used to consist of working and going and being yeah. busy. And I feel like there's so much beauty in what we're facing, but it's also a rub of, like, revealing the oh. tensions of, like, this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think one thing I've been challenging myself to do is to just allow myself to sit in the discomfort of the mm-hmm. fact that this is different. It's weird. There's going to be moments where, I mean, personally, I feel kind of bad because I think I've really enjoyed it. I think that because I was longing for this time and I also Mm -hmm. know what's coming next for me personally, like Mm -hmm. with this baby, I'm really just trying to soak it in and be like, I'm super thankful for this quiet and this rest. Mm -hmm. But I think that there also is this, those, when those fears come up or those thoughts come up of like, how is this going to affect my birth? Is it going to be over by then? Mm-hmm. Steven not being able to come to my doctor's appointments anymore. Like my baby shower is getting canceled. Just like practical mm-hmm. things that I was looking forward to that are now just not going as planned. Away. Yeah. I'm having to constantly just like bring those before God and before myself and just being honest of like, mm-hmm. okay, this makes me uncomfortable. I can like address these thoughts or I can go to social media. Yeah. I can just numb out. Mm-hmm. I could binge every next Netflix mm-hmm. show. I could FaceTime every friend. Mm-hmm. But like, is that, am I going to look back on this time and think like I used it wisely? Yeah. Like, am I going to look back and think like, man, I just like numbed out and, right. you know, didn't use it to just rest be and, be, and to be glorifying yeah. God and just letting it be what it is, you know? And I think it's hard because like there's such an invitation right now to, Make a TikTok or mm-hmm. to like learn every mm-hmm. dance on TikTok. Which, can I just say something about TikTok? Too have, old. I'm too old. Too I'm too old. I had the revelation today. Like, I was I, like, it I was is. like, do I download no. it? And then I was like, I'm not a famous person. I'm not like you know a public figure. So it's like, and I'm 30. So it it's the epitome to me. Like, okay, so Tyler wants me to get a nose ring really bad. Fun fact. Stop. He's upset. He thinks that. He'd ask me at least once a month. I mean, as your friend, I love you, but I'm, I'm just never going to say no. I'm never. It's just not your personality. No. Oh, he thinks, see, he thinks the complete opposite. Like, and I've had multiple people. Wait, that's so cute that he thinks I've that. had multiple people be at church even be like, oh, you could totally pull it off. Like, you should do it. And I was like, first of all, they're all like 30 and like, they're all younger than me, the people that are saying this. And I'm like, you guys, do you realize at 30 years old, if I were to get a nose ring, that is someone who is trying to be cooler than she is. <laughs> I have two kids. I'm 30. I was like, if I had the nose yeah, ring you at 23. Had it. Yeah, totally. I said, if I had it at 23 and I kept it, great. I don't know one wants a hole in their nose. Like, I probably <laughs> would have kept it but with two kids. But I was like, here's the thing. I can't just all of a sudden decide to get a nose. Like, that would be the most lamest. That would be like saying, like, I'm not I kind of want you to now just no, because I'm, I'm like, not doing what? It. I'm not doing it. That's not the season I'm in. That time has passed. And that's what I keep telling people. I'm like, listen, if, and I told Tyler this because literally once a month, he's like, babe, I just really want you to get a nose ring. Like, I think it'd be so cute on you. And I'm like, no. I'm, that is hilarious. The time has awesome. passed. I'm 30 years old with two children. And if I were to show up at preschool being like, hey, guys. This is my new nose ring. Here's my two kids and my diaper bag. Oh, yeah. And my new nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, girly, I'm sorry that you thought you had to do that to stay relevant. Like, <laughs> so basically so, you're saying TikTok is the nose I'm ring. Basically, I'm saying TikTok is also a version of the nose ring for me. Like, I can't, if I would have had it before it was oh. cool, great. Love that. Maybe if I was a dancer, great. Love that. I'm not. Which my sisters are home now from Nashville <laughs> to stay safe with our family. And we're going to have them on an episode for sure oh, in this season. To. So I need them to talk about TikTok because they, like, to. get it, love it. Yes. And I'm like... Again, yeah, one of those things where I just know that's just not my thing. But (laughs) I'm thankful because I'm like, that could be another thing I could run to. Totally. totally. And it'd be so so easy right now, ironically, with how digital our world is. Like, you could fill up your time with all these things. And I I even feel that because I've had friends FaceTime me or, like, 
wanting to do like just random connecting things online. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. And I and I've like declined a lot. Thing. Seriously, <laughs> Zoom like happy hour app. I don't even know. There's all these things, and like I've noticed myself declining a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But it's only because I'm like I don't want to look back on this time and be like I, I just wasted it. Wasted it. Yeah. I just spent it doing the exact same thing I was doing except mm-hmm. digitally, mm-hmm. maybe even more. Like, I really want to hear what God has for me this season and sit in the quiet. And so I guess that leads to our next question, which is, how have you been spending your days? Like, have you found, I'd love to hear, like, what piece you found or advice that you have for our listeners or for me of, like, what's brought you joy in Mm -hmm. this season? So for us, like you said, it looks differently because you're in a season of, like, your sweet baby's cooking in there, but it's still just you or you and Steven. And where me, I have, there's four of us. So, and we're all, Tyler is working from home, but he's still working. Praise hands. Yeah, thankfully. exactly. Which, talk we're so about thankful being for that. thankful. Oh my gosh. So thankful. For yeah, jobs and, right now. And I think that's been the big, that would be my number one takeaway is shifting any time. Of course, there's going to be something that's like in my own human flesh, I'm uncomfortable with, or I'm unhappy about, or not like satisfied with whatever. But I think I always just take it back to gratitude and what we have. And it's like, my husband hasn't lost his job. Like, fortunately, he is a part of a company where, like, they're still getting work. And thankfully, like, my two little kids aren't begging to go hang out at their friend's house because they're, like, 16 and 17 and, like, can't stand being away from their friend. Like, I still in a lot of ways, have complete control over them. You know, like, they're three and eight months old. Like, they don't know what's going on yeah, in the world. Yeah, they have no clue. No, exactly. So we're not, like, having these fights of, like, no, you can't go see your friends. We're in quarantine or whatever. And then I think about, like, people like Steven and other friends that are in the healthcare industry, and I'm just so taken aback by their bravery and that they're literally – I mean, they're literally the firefighters of 9-11 right now. Yeah. I mean, wow. honestly, they are. That's such a good analogy. And so I texted that to my friend Bethany. I was like, listen – I just want to encourage you because I feel like, I mean, this is a moment in history. And I was like, you are literally on the front lines. Like anyone in healthcare mm-hmm. is on the front lines. And you could, I mean, even a janitor at a hospital. Like, oh, absolutely. The anyone lines. who's working you don't, in a hospital right exactly. now. Exactly. Like you don't have to necessarily be a doctor. Like anyone. Even a grocery store worker. Yes, I know. Yes, grocery store workers. Like they're on, like they're providing a way that we can get what we need. And exactly. they're putting themselves like potentially in harm's way doing that. Yes. But I, we need them. Exactly. Um, so anyways, all that being said, <laughs> in my own like, selfish once if I am just like I wish I could paint or I wish I just had time to read a book during this quarantine or just like time to binge watch a Netflix show like to myself during the day like and not wait until nine o'clock at night when the kids are in bed when I have those moments kind of start to creep in I just immediately shut it down and turn it back to gratitude and think like I actually have it so easy like I'm actually so blessed and so lucky right now like I have not one thing to complain about like we can thankfully we can still pay our bills like nothing that drastically is being shaken except for my own selfish wants. And at the end of the day, like that's not God's plan for me. And it reminds me of the verse in Proverbs that talks about, you know, we make our own plans in our hearts, but the Lord establishes our steps. And I just keep thinking like all these plans that I had made for myself and, you know, not bad things, just normal life things that I plan. God has kind of like stripped it back down to, yeah, but like I'm establishing greater things in you in this stillness. And I think it's funny that, are not funny but just ironic that our generation I've seen especially during this time has a really hard time just being still Mm -hmm. like we don't know how to be still and I've seen you know a ton of funny memes but one of them that like really stuck out to me was like our great-grandparents were asked to go to war and we're just being asked to sit on our couch we can do this wow and it's so true it's like if you think about it like we can do that we're being asked to sit at home with our families, or if you live alone or with a roommate or whatever, just time with Jesus, like quality time with you and your roommate or you and, you know, Jesus, if you live alone and you and your family. So it's like, we're not being asked at the end of the day to like go on the front lines and fight. Like we're literally being asked to sit still. That's beautiful. For the majority of the part, yeah. I mean, unless you're grocery store worker, healthcare worker, like those people, it's, you are on the front And I lines. hope those people feel celebrated. Like I hope that I hope so too. the world at large has done a good job of like lifting them yes. up and like being like, we appreciate you. Like, we see you yes. and you're working so hard. And, like, I posted yesterday for National, National Doctor's, Doctor's Day. Day for Steven. And just so many people commenting. He doesn't even get on social media. So I, like, made him. This I, is such a wife moment. It? Yes, you made him read I made him yes. read them. Good. And I you made should. him, like, take in that appreciation mm, and be like, I need you to see that, like, people see you. Because, yeah. like, what you're doing matters. And, like, and I mean, you're so right. I, mean, I texted him Gratitude that is d- everything. Yes. Do you remember when this all first started? I It was the sweetest text. I, well, I sent him a text because I was like, I need you to know that – as someone who is not in your hospital, as someone who's not seeing your daily grind, 
just the fact that I know you're going into this place, like risking. I mean, he has a pregnant wife at home. It's mm-hmm. not like he wants to be like, oh, yes, let me go contract these germs. Like, <laughs> for real. No, no husband wants to do that. But he has been called, his life calling right now is to be a doctor as well as yep. a husband, as well as a dad. And the fact that he is just being brave and walking into God's calling and being like, yeah, you know what? This could be a little bit risky, but I know the calling that God's placed yeah. on me. So I'm going to And again, it. like, I'm so thankful that God gave me that term, like, for such a time as this. Because mm-hmm. what's given me peace and given me, like, no fear of him going out there has mm-hmm. just been God being like, yeah, I, I called Stephen to be a doctor for way before such a time virus. as this. Like, yes. Way before, yeah, way before this was on our radar, God mm-hmm. already knew and it's crazy because this is his first year being a full-time doctor out of residency. Talk about being, like, thrown into the fire. But, totally. But he's learning and growing, and it's like God knows that he he's has equipped. him here. And, like, and again, I, th- I love that you said gratitude's been your lesson because I think when we can just count our blessings, mm-hmm. and even those of us that have lost jobs or have mm-hmm. walked through, like, hard stuff, I've talked to friends of mine who have, are dealing with that. Just to see, I feel like so many people have a positive outlook right now. Yeah. And there's hard days where you're just totally. going to have to be honest with like, I'm hurting. That's when you reach out to your people and your community mm-hmm. and you say like, hey, How I can need I... you. Yeah. I need or... you to pray for me. I need you to speak life over me and, and remind me of God's promises. Remind me that he hasn't forgotten me because it could feel very Dark. isolating and alone. Yeah. And you have to be like reaching out. And so even for us, like we want to extend that to you guys. Like we want to pray for you. We yeah. want to hear your stories. We want to know how we can help. Like, I've been reaching out to my families at New Horizons and saying, can I pray for you on the phone? But also, practically, what do you need? Like, Mm -hmm. do you need help with rent? Do Mm -hmm. you need a laptop for your students so that they can actually finish school this semester? Like, do you need someone to pick up groceries? You know, what does it look like? And not that we can meet every need, but one of my favorite quotes is, I think Andy Stanley said it, but it's due for one what you wish wish you could could do for all all. I know exactly and it's like if we all just took care of our neighbor Mm -hmm. or our just one family just one person then like and made sure that they had what they needed Mm -hmm. then it's gonna spread and it's gonna be something beautiful and you know what I've loved I feel like I've seen a lot more of the light shine through than I have the dark to be Mm -hmm. honest with you like in this time some of the things that have just like literally brought me so much joy is I'm sure you guys have seen it just go around like viral on social media or whatever but there's videos of nurses and doctors especially in New York because I know that's like where you know it's pretty bad right now but I've seen videos of nurses and doctors in hospital rooms just like quarantined up with their like mask and like crazy stuff on and they are on their hands and knees worshiping Jesus with like on, on rooftops of hospitals and cars like worshiping with him like singing Waymaker, miracle worker and I'm like it it wrecks me like I can barely watch it because I'm just like this is Jesus like he is literally being shown through in the darkest of times and that brings me so much joy that's I love that too because it makes us globally as a church like if you're a believer listening to this like you are a part of a family that extends far beyond the people that you know or in your city but we're all like kind of just seeing that light in each other and yeah. like recognizing it like it's totally. like okay I see hope in you and like I know that it's from God because for me I'm like I look at my situation practically and I'm like, this should be really scary because like I'm about to bring a baby yeah. into a world that already felt heavy and now is like kind of an unknown yeah. situation. The The circumstances surrounding even like what it'll look like in the hospital if my mm-hmm. family could even come, all these things are just up in the air. Mm-hmm. But I feel this like crazy peace mm-hmm. that I know is only God because yeah. I'm like, logically it doesn't make sense. I know it's not my own strength because I'm weak, mm-hmm. but I feel this covering. And so when I look at other people and I see that same peace in their eyes or mm-hmm. like in their voice, like, mm-hmm. you know, lost a job, but are like, but God's got know, me. Like, yeah. it's like, you just know, you're like, you know, God, like, yeah. and I see him in you and it just makes my faith rise. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that's who he is. Like he's, he's surrounding, he's covering us and he's for us yeah. in this time. And like that song, the blessing that uh, Carrie and Cody, I, I sing that all the time in my head. Cause I'm like, talk about a song for, again, no, for such a time as this. It's like, incredible. It's incredible. And even like generationally. And it's like in their children and their children. It just keeps going. And their children. Yes. It's like, yes. And he's for you. He is with you. So if you guys, if you haven't listened to this song, it's called the blessing. It's by Carrie Job and her husband, Cody Carnes, and it is so good, Phenomenal. and it's so timely, and it just so encourages me. We're going to put all, all the things that we, or yeah, all the things that we both like collectively have just been finding joy in or leaning on 
Um, we're going to put in the show notes yes. because I've like made a bullet list. And I know Cami has two of just things that we're finding a lot of um, peace in. Upper Rooms, Rest in Us. Yes, just our, about that, my church that just released a new album that, again, just like they had planned, they were planning to release it in the end of May. And they had it done and they were like, you know what? We're just, this is the time. Go fly free. Like everyone needs <laughs> to hear these songs album. over them. <laughs> you know? And, and I was so thankful. We had our prayer room open for a little bit because we were just, just the team could come in. We were YouTube live streaming them and thousands of people were watching. It was giving them hope. And I got to go in the last Monday. They oh, ended up having to so shut it good. down on Tuesday because it's just, you know, escalating people, and just yeah. to be wise and to be honoring. But that last Monday before um, they shut it down, I got to lead a set. And the whole theme we ended up singing on was just that um, if you said it, it's true and that your mm-hmm. words can be trusted and mm-hmm. that like you, you're faithful to finish what you start. I mean, that yeah. kind of was all the songs kind of had that theme of like, if you've said it, I can believe it. And so I mm-hmm. believe it before I see it because I know that you're you're trustworthy. Yeah. And so I've been holding on to that. And so as we wrap up this episode, we'll do another. We're obviously going to keep talking yeah, about this. Yeah, because we're we obviously still So all much more to say. And yeah. we want to be honest with like where we're at because a week from now it could look different mm-hmm. in whatever way and just to be raw with where we're at with everything. But one of the scriptures that really, really stuck out to me that I want to leave you guys with is our friend Mateo. We've had him on the podcast. Yes, He's wonderful. Mateo. I called him when the beginning of all this was going down because it was his birthday and he was supposed to go to California yeah. on vacation with his family. And I just was like, hey, again, just checking in. Like, how are you doing? This is probably a weird time to have a birthday. I know your vacation got canceled. And we'll put this in the show notes. I think it's Proverbs 20. I don't know. I need to find the exact one, but we'll put it in the notes. But he said that he was having a hard time and then he was you know, reading his Bible and the Lord brought him to this verse in Proverbs that talks about how everything that the enemy steals has to be repaid sevenfold. That That's God, God's promises that he will repay what the enemy steals sevenfold. And so he said, you know, I looked at these three days of vacation and I thought, wow, God, that's a promise that I now have in my future 21 days of vacation stored up for me with my family. Yeah. And just that when you say something, it is trustworthy and it is true and I can hold on to it. And so I'm saying that over myself, over you guys, that like whatever the enemies try to steal in this time, like God promises to repay sevenfold. And so in this season where it feels like everything's chaotic and shaking and dark, it's actually an invitation for more blessing to come in the future because Mm -hmm. it's who God is. And um, I've seen that in my own life. Like I, so like a quick testimony was like, he said this to me. I felt faith hit my heart. I was like, oh my gosh, like God said that? That's true. Like, that's amazing. And so I said out loud to him on the phone, I was like, well, that day that he I called him was my baby shower. And I was like, I'm believing that I will have sevenfold celebration over this baby, that uh-huh. he will have sevenfold, you know, gifts coming his way, uh-huh. like the gifts we would have gotten uh-huh. for financially provided for for this, you know, this season because baby stuff is uh, very expensive. expensive. And I just like, okay. You like, wondered why I don't get my nails done anymore. I'm like, it all makes sense now, Amanda. <laughs> you can't it have stolen my, I've stolen my play money. <laughs> like, it's really expensive. But I was like, okay, it's going to be provided for. I don't have to worry. Just every little detail of things. And the next day I woke up to an email from my registry that a, like a wonderful, amazing person who I know, but haven't even probably seen in like 10 years who didn't even know that my baby shower was supposed to be the day before because she wasn't even invited to that baby shower. Um, said that she felt from the Lord to bless me by purchasing my stroller and my car seat. Which are very expensive. The two most expensive things mm-hmm. on my registry. And never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that one person would have bought that. Mm-hmm. Especially not somebody that I haven't seen in forever. But she just was following the voice of God. And I knew in that moment, I was like, I am provided for. Like... I stood on that word and like the next day saw crazy provision from God Mm, and it just blessed me so much. And it just blessed me of, again, like she's somebody who just listened to God and was like, I feel like Kim needs this right now. And Steven and I woke up that it was a Sunday morning. We woke up, saw that email. We were already reading our Bible and like tuning into church and we both just cried. Mm. We're like, God, you're so faithful. Like you provide, you know, in ways that we can't expect. And And you would have never imagined that that person would have done that. No. You couldn't have guessed that. Couldn't have guessed that. And so I just really want to speak that over you guys as, as you're listening to this, that anything you feel like this is, has been stolen from you in this time, we just want to just encourage you that it will be repaid sevenfold. We're just speaking that over you. We're blessing you in that, that that God has a plan to work this together for your good, that he's not finished writing this story. Mm -hmm. We obviously don't know where it's going yet, but we just hold on to hope because 
that's who he is. He yeah. is our hope and we cling to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just like a little bit of encouragement and challenge that we want to leave you guys with um, on this week's episode is to just try and rest in him. And I think that in our culture pre-coronavirus, it was really easy to get caught up in like hustle and bustle because literally everything is open. Like some things are 24-7. You can get anything Amazon Anything at any time. We make plans all the time. And it's sometimes, I, I mean, I heard people all the time, myself included, be like, it's just too much. Or like I'm just too busy. Or like mm-hmm. I wish life would slow down. And as just, you know, humanity, we were really quick to say that. And I feel like God has quite literally pressed the pause button and invited us to just stillness and rest. And although that's not like our natural place to want to go to, I just encourage you, like Cammie was saying, not to waste this time. And that's not to say I think you need to like write the next best selling album or like the next best selling book. Like, I don't think this has to be a time where you become like, you know, Isaac Newton, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, invent the next maybe biggest thing. Yeah, but... I mean, maybe if that's your calling, great. But I really think that this is kind of, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, Cami, but I think this is kind of on a global scale, just like the hidden place that mm-hmm. nobody has seen. And, but we're being invited to be in the hidden place all at the same time. And it's I just so think, I just think the things that are going to come out of this, I get really excited about and I get just really amped up for it. And that's another reason I don't let the fear be bigger than my faith is because I think about just stories in the Bible and all the things that he's promised us and because we're going through the fire right now I just know that all this refining is coming after this so I just really encourage you Cammie and I both do just really encourage you to truly truly rest if you can I know a lot of us are still working a lot of us like have you know if you're a healthcare worker you really can't rest right now um in different ways but I just really encourage you to rest in Jesus and his promises and just pray for the refining that we know is going to come after this because I think it's going to be really good. It's so good. Guys, we're so thankful that you would even take the time to listen to what we have to say about this because we know that you all have your own stories. And again, we want to hear them. So please connect with us on social media and stay tuned because we'll have plenty more episodes about what's going on in the world right now, I'm yes, sure, to come. absolutely. Because we have a lot more to say because there's I'm thinking in my head of like random other things that we didn't even touch on yet that yeah. are being so affected many by this so yes. we love you guys we're praying for you and we hope that you just have a wonderful week even in the midst of the chaos that he mm-hmm. is your rest and you stand on that and coronavirus we demand you bow down to yes, the name of jesus command you to leave name. in jesus name absolutely and we're two more gathered he is he there, is there. So he's in the middle of so guess prayer. what he's in the middle of this six feet that's right he is three <laughs> he's feet three feet in. from me and three feet from There's you the title of this episode he's three feet wait yeah. well three feet uh, uh, yeah might be confusing <laughs> might be confusing yeah i don't know i don't know we'll come up with a cute title <laughs> we'll come up with sure. it. you guys will see it in the in the episode <laughs> So, guys, I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We are Basically Basic. And we know you are, too. Be blessed. And be basic.